Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Modern Homesteading Podcast. We have allowed ourselves to become so disconnected and ignorant about something that is as intimate as the food that we eat. Be prepared to grow your own for victory. God said I need somebody strong enough to clear trees and heave bales, yet gentle enough to yean lambs and wean pigs and tend the pink foamed pullets who will stop his mower for an hour to splint the broken leg of a meadowlark. So God made a farmer. Hello and welcome to the Modern Homesteading Podcast. I'm your host, Harold Thornbro from SmalltownHomestead.com, and this is day 16 of our 30 days of homesteading Q&A, where I reached out to some of the best bloggers and podcasters in the homesteading space to answer your questions about homesteading. But today, again, I'm going to answer a question because this is something that um, I've dealt with, that I've researched quite a bit when I was uh, working on it. And uh, today's question is, I'm going to set up some indoor grow beds in my basement for this winter and would like some advice on what wattage of lights I need to grow my vegetables. Yeah, I I put quite a bit of research into this at one point. Well, first I didn't. I uh, did what I thought was right without really looking anything up. I just took some um, regular fluorescent bulbs and I stuck them over some plants and and they grew um, over some uh, seeds. I planted in some uh, small beds I put together in my basement. And, you know, they grew, but they didn't grow right. I had uh, put some lettuce in there, and what I started to see was they were growing tall, and they weren't getting very leafy. They just shoot towards the light, and they get just a lot of stem and very little leaf. And I knew something wasn't right, and I started to research it and look into it a little bit, and I found out exactly uh, what my problem was. So what I'm going to tell you is wattage is not your concern. You're, you're asking about the wattage of lights, and that's not really the the what you need to be looking at. What you need to be looking at is a couple things called lumens and Kelvin. Um, These are what's going to determine uh, your lighting needs, where to put the lights, how long your lights need to be on, and uh, things like that. Now, uh, lumens measure the amount of light produced. Uh, The more lumens in a light bulb, the brighter the light. So for, for growing plants, you'll be looking for a lumen number somewhere between 2,000 and 3,000. You can go just a little bit lower than that sometimes, but the best you're looking for is between two and 3,000 lumens. And this gives you, uh, you know, the closer you get to that 3,000 number, uh, you start getting more towards the lumen of natural lighting. And I'll talk about that a little bit when I'm talking about the bulbs. Um, Kelvin, the Kelvin number you're looking for, well, let me just explain what Kelvins are. A a bulb's color is measured on a temperature scale um, referred to as Kelvin. And uh, you'll see this on the packages a lot of times as daylight or soft light or maybe cool light bulbs. A bulb with a low Kelvin number will have a tone that's like a little bit yellow. And a higher Kelvin number uh, is a whiter or bluer light. So 
like a if you want a bulb to match the color of an incandescent bulb, you'll you'll try to find a uh, a Kelvin rating between twenty seven hundred and three thousand. A wider light is uh, bulbs that are usually thirty five hundred to around forty one hundred K. And for a bluer uh, white light, you want to look for bulbs marked between five thousand and sixty five hundred K. Now, what you're really looking for in the Kelvin numbers, you want a cool daylight or natural light. You want to avoid the soft light bulbs. The number you're aiming for is 6,500K, and the closer you can get to this number, the better. But you know, uh, pretty much anything between 4,100 and 6,500 will work, and the closer to 6,500 you can get, the better. Um, types of light bulbs to use. Well, there's really three types you can use for grow lights. You have the incandescent, you have the fluorescent, and you have LEDs. And each one has their advantages. Incandescents are really the worst one for this. Um, they're the cheapest, though. That's their advantage. Uh, they produce a lot of heat, and they have a shorter lifespan. But they will work, but you have to get them away from the plants a little further, and you, you have to use some kind of a reflective uh, light fixture to try to reflect the light down on the plants better because you're going to have them further away because of the heat. Um, fluorescents, they cost a little bit more than an incandescent. They last longer. And they meet, they can meet the Kelvin and the lumen requirements, and they are much cooler than the incandescent bulbs. These are the ones I use. I think for the price, they're the best ones. LEDs are another option, and no doubt, really, these bulbs are probably the best bulbs for the application. But it can be really expensive, and uh, you know, it just really no sense in going that extra little bit. Fluorescence will do just fine. So I'm going to suggest that you use fluorescent bulbs for this application. Um, where to place them. Fluorescent lights are cooler, so what you want to do is try to keep the bulbs no more than six inches away from the plants as they grow. So what I like to do is hang mine from chains above the above the grow bed so I can just adjust them as the uh, plants grow and then just keep them about six inches, five, six inches away from the plants. Here's, here's where if you use incandescent lights, you're going to have a lot of trouble because they're going to put off a lot more heat and um, you really can't keep the bulbs any closer than 12 inches, and that's probably too close. So what you really need to do is use like a thermometer at the at the plant level and make sure your plants aren't getting any warmer than 75 degrees. And if they're getting any warmer than 75 degrees, you're going to have to raise those lights. And when you raise those lights, you're really getting less light directed toward the plants. So incandescents just really don't work real well. So your fluorescents are, are definitely going to be your, uh, your better go there. Um, so how long do your plants need to be under light in a day? Well, when plants are outside, they need about eight hours of sunlight a day to grow properly. However, depending on the lumens of your bulb and even the Kelvin number, you may have to leave your bulbs on longer than eight hours a day. So if you're a little bit lower on the lumens and the Kelvin, so you might want to set a timer for like 12 hours a day to get a, a you know get sufficient lighting for your uh, for your plants. I think 12 hours is usually pretty good. You leave them on for about 12 hours, off for 12 hours. I mean, if you're running really high Kelvin, really high lumens, you can probably leave them on for just eight hours a day. But it usually you're not going to find everything perfect at that top number. So leaving them on a little bit longer uh, would be fine. So hopefully uh, that will help you. Like I said, the watts aren't really that important. Watts will tell you your energy use. Um, and if you have a bunch of grow beds you're putting up and you have a lot of bulbs, yeah, that can make a difference. 
but uh, it's really not the number that's going to matter for growing the plants. And, you know, I would also say that there's a couple of different, let me mention this too. There's a couple of different fluorescents that you can use. You can use the screw in type that are like the replacements for the uh, incandescent bulbs. And uh, those will work. It's a little bit harder to find those in a uh, the high numbers that you need, but you can. I've seen them. And uh, you really do want to use a reflective light fixture for those as well to help direct that light uh, toward the plant. The best thing i found is the four-foot uh, shop light. And those bulbs will come in T8s and T12s, so you got to get the fixture for that. The older fixtures were usually T12s and the older lights. They're moving more towards the T8s which are a little bit more expensive, but they work really well. So if you can find the T12s and find enough bulbs, you know, find the bulbs somewhere, they're cheaper. You can usually pick one of them fixtures up for like around 15, 20 bucks. And the lights are really inexpensive as well, just a few dollars, eight, 10 bucks, something like that. Where the T8s are going to be, you know, 25, 50 bucks to 50 bucks for the fixture and, I don't know, twice the price on the bulb sometimes, I think, is what they're running. So, you know, you just got to balance that out. I just, I have four-foot T12 fixtures and lights, and I have about 25 bucks in each set with the lights. It's a two-light set with the fixture, you know, 25 bucks over a four-foot bed. I build my beds four-foot long, about 16 inches wide, and I run two rows down through there, and that light the light width is really just perfect for that to set it right over that bed and that's just me you got to experiment with that and try that it seems to work real good for me because i do like to grow things like my leafy vegetables through the winter like some spinach and some lettuce and some kale and those grow very very well under grow lights in your garden in your indoor garden so hope that helps um i'll put a few uh links in the show notes, if you want to see the show notes for this episode, go to smalltownhomestead.com slash indoor garden and uh, check back with us in a couple days. We'll have another great question and answer. And until then, happy homesteading. God bless. Thanks for listening. To see the show notes for this podcast or listen to other podcast episodes, go to smalltownhomestead.com. There you can also read our blog, connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Google+, and take advantage of the many resources we make available to help you along in your homesteading journey. Please share this podcast and help us to carry out our mission of helping others to homestead today for a better tomorrow.